Boom! Here we go, ladies and gents. Uh, just a little bit. Gotta invest in yourself. Just a little bit. Playing some 50 Cent. Let's get the show on the road. Not feeling the greatest today, but still here making it happen. So let's do this. Jump into the intro. Let's do it. Shut up and sit down. Is your business in need of customers? Then you found the right show. Hernan Cias is the business bro, and he makes getting customers fun and easy. Watch, listen, and learn as each episode is designed to sell. Welcome to another episode of... This bros. All right, ladies and gents, solo episode. Guest was not able to make it. Send me a text message at least ahead of time this time so we know what's going on. Uh, we'll reschedule them and, and get them going on another day. All right. Um, you know... I was listening to Billie Jean's podcast. By the way, if you guys haven't uh, heard his stuff, Billie Jean offends the internet. Some great, great content. Very vulgar. I mean, Billy's doing Billy, but um, great content. And giving the idea for today's show, uh, he has a line that he says, and I've heard him say it a lot of times, and it always makes me really think because it kind of hits deep, right? He says, you know, have you been in business for the last five years or have you been repeating the same year of business? Like, think about that for a second. Right. We've been, you know, we just passed Groundhog's Day um, and Bill Murray has a great movie called Groundhog Day. And in that movie, he repeats the same day over and over and over and over. He's trapped. Right. And uh, the cool thing is he he ends up becoming a better individual because of it, because he does he does things that he normally wouldn't do. He tries things that he normally wouldn't try. Uh, he learns to like. Uh, sculpt ice and he learns to play the piano and he learns everybody in the in the city's name and their habits and what they do what their aspirations are he becomes really loved um but he's repeating the same day over and over again now in the movie it turns out well because he's improving himself all the way through but i ask you have you been in business the last five years or have you been repeating the same year of business so when 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 that line popped out and i and, and it hit me it started like really thinking about am i getting better am i improving in what i'm doing is my business is the revenue getting uh increasing are my expenses increasing are my expenses decreasing am i being more profitable did my did i have more employees like there's a lot of different things that kind of pop into my mind and you know we talk to a lot of different entrepreneurs and they pride themselves just like we pride ourselves on the longevity of their business. I've been in business for 10 years, 12 years. What are you improving? Right? You know, in doing this show, we realize that what people want when they come on the show is to get more customers. Right? They want to improve their business. Some of them are at a point where they're ready to scale, take their business to that next level, start increasing the staff, and all these different things that are going on in a business for growth. And yet there are a lot of businesses out there that are really just quite frankly, they own their jobs, right? And they're not necessarily wanting to grow or have the knowledge on how to do that. So in thinking about that concept, right? Have you been in business for five years or are you repeating the same year of business over and over again? You gotta really ask yourself, like what is the thing that's stopping you from taking that next level? And honestly, 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 when I ask myself that same question, it comes down to customers, right? How do I get more customers? And one of the ways that people try to do so is they come on podcasts. They go on different podcasts and they talk about their story. They talk about their products. They talk about their services. They create content. They post it on social media. 
hoping that they're building a brand for themselves, hoping that the customers are going to see their content, hoping that the customer is going to call and do business with them. But hope is not a strategy in business. It just isn't. There has to be something that mechanically, systematically is bringing you customers every day. And so let's talk about that, right? So when I sit down and talk to a potential customer, right now we're focusing on car wrap clients. So when I sit down and talk to a car wrap client, the idea behind what we're doing is we're going to bring them more customers via paid ads, right? Part of it is the paid ad aspect where we're generating traffic. The other part of it is once we own that traffic, once we collect emails, phone numbers, those sorts of things, then creating campaigns to convert those for sales additionally down the line. But all this comes at a cost, right? And here's the thing is every time I talk to a prospect, they always ask the same question and listen to the words that people use. The words that they use are vitally important. They always say, how much does this cost, right? How much does this cost? And that is a completely wrong mindset when it comes to your business. Because yes, your business does have expenses. Yes, it does have costs. But there are certain things that you want to invest in. You want to make sure that when you get into an investment, the only reason, the only reason you get into an investment is because you want a return on that investment. You put money in, whatever that vehicle is, it could be real estate, right? It could be, you know, the paid ads with us. It could be, you want buy a, uh, I don't know, a car that you rent out. It could be a number of different things. Buy a car wash. You put a capital investment into something, you expect a return on that investment. And yet when we talk about advertising, when we talk about marketing, you hear what people are saying. They're not saying how much is this investment? How much is, is this investment? They're saying, how much will this cost me? And that is going to be the hurdle that I need to help them overcome. Right? And that's what the presentation usually is about, where we show the value in what we're doing uh, and we, we move on from there. Right. But let's talk about some of these different things that you habitually have done in your business. And one of the, the reasons why you haven't taken it to the next level. And, and I'm guilty of this too. And literally we've, we've had a number of meetings lately with uh, my insurance agency. And one of the topics we talk about is cutting costs, right? Especially after a pandemic or, you know, if your business has been struggling to get customers because of rules and regulations, you're always looking at that profit and loss statement and you're trying to trim the fat, right? You're cutting down on all these different expenses. But remember, the profit and loss statement has a top section and a bottom section. So we spend a lot of our time focusing on the expenses, cutting as many expenses. You can only cut so much of the meat out of your business before long, you're going to be hemorrhaging. There has to be something that not only that is going to be part of your expenses. Yes, it is going to have a cost, but it has to have a return on investment. And that's going to affect the top part of your profit and loss statement. You ever heard that saying that sales cure all ails, right? I mean, think about this. You're having problems. You know you have too much time in your business. You're, you're in there 80 hours a week, 60 hours a week, whatever it is, and you want more time. You want to hire somebody to come in and do some of that mundane work, and you ask yourself the question, how much is this going to cost? You need to know what the expense is for sure, but you also need to know what return am I getting on that employee or what return am I getting on that machine or what return am I getting on that campaign 
Because if you're not looking at the return on investment and you're doing what a lot of people do and they throw money at something, hoping, again, going to that hope strategy, that it works. And here's the bottom line. There is no magic arrow. There's no magic company that's just going to turn things around for you 100%. But there are companies out there that are going to help improve your process. You see, most companies, most businesses that are struggling, it's not because you can't get customers. Usually it just means you don't really have a sales process. Right? You don't have, let's see, I got some comments. What are metrics for measuring improved businesses? Right? And Adrian says, uh, loving the passion in this episode. Get it or not, that's what I'm talking about. Lenny's in here too. Hi again, what up Lenny? All right, some of the metrics. I mean, we're looking at some of these profit and loss statements. And I'll, I'll, I'll go to this one, Adrian. Um, Grant Cardone, right? For those of you who, who know who he is, big real estate mogul. Uh, he has this, this concept, this theory. He's, he's in real estate, right? And he says you shouldn't own your home. Like you should not buy a house. What you should do is rent a house. And the difference between what your rent would be and what your mortgage would be, you should take that money and invest it in yourself. Right? Invest it into your brand. Because in business, you can make a mistake. You can hire the wrong person who does something wrong and then your business gets sued and you just can't move forward. Your business is gone. But in, if you invest in yourself, in your brand, in your name, that's a whole different ballgame. Nobody can take that away from you. I had a guest on the show a while back, uh, Ali Awad. He's, a, he's an, uh, an attorney in Atlanta. And gave us one of the greatest compliments and slapped in the face that I've, I've had. And it really got me thinking. It's one of the reasons why we entered the paid space for ourselves first before we started offering for customers. And at the end of the episode, he's like, dude, you guys are amazing. I've never had a good experience on a podcast. You guys have great energy. I love the, uh, the way you're doing things. You should be more famous that you are, or more famous than you are. But I can tell you right now, and I don't even know your, he, he told us, I don't even know your finances, but I can tell you're not spending any money on yourself. You're not investing in yourself. And that hurt, right? Because ultimately he was right. We were investing time because time doesn't cost anything. So we would show up every day for the podcast. We were investing in creating some cool content and putting it on social media, hoping that people will listen. That was the strategy, right? But in the end, are you investing in yourself? It's not until we started to take actual dollars and push our content out in front of more entrepreneurs, people out there who are in similar situations, who are trying to grow their business, who are looking for people to help them get customers. It wasn't until then that we started to gain some traction, right? And for us, Adrian, some of the metrics are download metrics. Some of the metrics are how many appointments we get. Some of the metrics that we look for are, are KPIs, right? Are, are how many appointments are we making? How many of those are converting? How, many, how much are we spending to acquire a customer? Like these are some of the metrics that you have, but there are a lot of people that we talk to that are prospects, people who've been in business for five plus years and have no idea what it costs to acquire a customer. They have no idea you know, what, what an ad costs or how ads even work. They think that social media and just hitting the boost button is enough. And sometimes it can be, but most times it's not. You need to have an advertising campaign. You need to do your marketing on a regular basis. And I love the way Russell Brunson describes it. He has, you know, three different types of traffic. One is the earned traffic, one is the paid traffic, and one is traffic that you own. And the difference between the three is the, the, um, 
the traffic that you earn, this is the work that we were putting in. This is the work that you put in the podcast. This is the little the the little characters that you have. This is the post on social media. This is you doing some work. You're living in the comments. You're sending DMs. You're liking people's posts. You're commenting on their stuff. Like that's you earning the traffic. You're out there making the connections. And for some of you who aren't in the digital space yet, you're out there shaking hands, hopefully back to shaking hands, you know, with this whole COVID thing. But you're building that network. You're out there hustling. You're earning that traffic. But that can only take you so far. The other thing is, how are you getting people who don't know who you are, who you haven't been in the same city with? And that's where the paid traffic comes in. Let's see what Lenny says. Lenny says, people have an impression that they evaluate their business week to week. In fact, depending on the business, you look at it quarterly or even seasonally, where I would even say some people look at it annually, right? So you're looking at the different seasons. I mean, this depends obviously on the business, but you're looking at a business from an annual perspective, especially if you're doing your budgeting, right? So you know what to allocate to whatever you're doing and whatever season, because you know, I'll tell you, for example, for us in the insurance industry, I know that November, December are our slowest months as far as revenue is concerned. So when we hit February, March, and April, when there are bigger months, we make sure we put some money aside, especially in the budgeting, so that we can cover those, those slower months. Right? You have to be able to look at your business from that perspective. See, how confident and quick are you in educating clients in ad spending? Dude, for us, it's got to be that. Right. So I'll go, I will go back to what I was talking about. So we, we, when I talk to a client, I always start off with the earned traffic and I commend them for what they're doing. Right. Because let's face it, creating content is not the easiest thing to do. Creating content consistently is also not easy. It's a habit that you need to build. So when they're earning traffic, I commend them for them. Like, look, you're doing a great job. But then I tell them the facts about what this social, what these social medias are doing to your organic reach. It's just not what it used to be. So you're putting a lot of effort in, but you're you're going against the wall because the algorithms aren't just pushing your stuff. You might have a you know four, five, ten thousand following, but your organic reach is just not going out that far. You're getting maybe one to ten percent reach. Why do they do that? Because they want you to pay for it. Right. And so this is where we jump into the paid traffic part. And the paid traffic part, this is this is what the awesome part is. See, the the idea here is to invest in yourself. And when you're doing paid ads, and, and remember I said, well, you take a social media post and you boost it, and that is not really what you want to do. And here's the reason why. Because the number one thing you want to do when you start creating your, your paid ads is you want a mechanism, a system that captures data. The reason why these social platforms are dominant, the reason why they're amazing for ads is because they have like 5,000 data points on any individual person. I mean. That's huge. That's a lot of information. And so they can predict with pretty good accuracy if you're the type of person who clicks on an ad, if you're the type of person who watches a video, what kinds of videos intrigue you. I mean, let's face it. Most of you are not willing to share your TikTok feed with anybody else because you're kind of embarrassed of the stuff that comes out because that's actually what you like looking at. Right? That's the data points that they're collecting. So if you're just creating social media content and you're boosting it, you're failing, you're, you're wasting your money because yeah, you might get a customer or not, you're, you're hoping, right? But you're failing to collect the data points. And that is what shifts us into our earned traffic. You see, every time we run a campaign, we're, our number one objective is to collect name, email, and phone number. Why? Because once we earn that, once we, I'm sorry, once we've, we've owned that, once we have it in our database, now we have an email list, a text list, 
of, of people who have said they are interested in what we're offering. They saw an ad, they had a need, they clicked on it and they, we got their information. Now, a lot of them are maybe not in a position to buy at this very moment, but they're thinking about it. They literally are in a position right now where they're considering moving to that next level. They're thinking about how do I do this? And they're so concerned with, you know, back end of Google ads or how do I set up an ad on TikTok or how do I run Facebook ads manager, right? The technical aspect of it, because that can be very overwhelming, but they don't do it. They start to legitimize their thought process and they're like, that's too expensive. It costs too much. But this is an investment, right? There has to be a return. And I love what Russell Brunson says. He's, a, he's like, look, there's this measure and it's not necessarily 100% accurate, but it's a good idea. It's a good metric to kind of go by. Every email and email address or phone number that you have on file for every customer essentially could be a dollar a month in earnings for you. So if your email list is 300 people strong, you can expect to earn about $300 a month, right? Not everybody's going to buy in this particular time, but when you have a campaign that you own, it no longer costs you to get in front of those clients. And the thing about paid ads is it's not just throw flyers and drop it in a neighborhood and hope that somebody who's interested is going to, is going to pick up on you and call you. You're literally targeting people who have that need. So it's very targeted. And a good ad agency is not only going to help you target people, they're going to help you retarget people. You know what that means, right? That means you saw an ad, you clicked on it, you left one social media platform, you open another social media platform, and there's the ad again. And you do a Google search, and there's the ad again. That is retargeting. And when you do it properly, you're being in front of people who have a need for your product and service. You've collected their name, address, email address, phone number, whatever data points you want, and now you have uh, traffic that you control. And this is where the real return on investment comes in. Because this is where your value proposition is now so important. This is where your lead magnets are so important. Yes, they're cool for, for paid ads, but really, once you get somebody in your ecosystem, they're gonna either like you or they're not gonna like you. The people who listen to the show, they, they jive with me. Right? They understand who I am. They, they, understand, they love my energy. They love my, uh, my point of view. They, they're on my side. They're on my team. They're part of my tribe. And so because they're on my email list, because they listen to the podcast, we build that trust with them. And then when it's time for them to move to that next level, we're the ones they think of because they get our text messages, because they get our email addresses, because they subscribe to our podcast. We're constantly there. We own that traffic. You see, when you're spending money on your name brand, you're doing it to build your email list. Because no matter what your business is, if I shifted and said, all right, I'm done with the marketing side, I'm gonna go back 100% into real estate, I can build an email list on the real estate side using the same strategies and tactics that I've done for, the market, for marketing the podcast. You have to become a master marketer. Now, you really do have a couple choices here. right? You could do what I did which is spend the last four or five years learning this whole marketing process, learning things like Photoshop, learning things like Adobe Premiere Pro, learning things like Facebook Ad Manager and Google Ads and doing all those great things. Or you can invest in yourself 
with an expert who is going to do that for you better than you would have done it anyways and start collecting those that start building that email list start getting those customers because that's really what it's all about that's where it comes down to you have to invest in yourself and the key thing right the key thing is in, in an investment you have to have a return you need to have a metric that shows a return on the money that you're putting in so for example when you work with us, it's three grand a month, thousand dollars in ad spend, two thousand, and we manage everything for you on the back end. We have a, a customer management system that, that we do for you. We create a nineteen point follow up system because the money's in the follow up. We manage your Facebook, your Facebook ads, your Google ads, your TikTok ads. Like we we manage all that for you. And what happens is you get a text message or an email, whatever you prefer, saying, "Hey, there's this customer that wants to work with you," and then you do your thing. And we even offer additional training stuff, right? Let's say you need to learn a little bit more about doing some of these Facebook ads yourself. We're, we're launching a masterclass for some of our clients who are just not ready to move forward, but they want to learn more. Bring in the value. Like that's really what it comes down to. So are you ready? Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Are you ready to get customers that don't know necessarily who you are? And I'm going to take it one step further. The, the other thing that we love to do and this is, to me, the most crucial part of your marketing campaign is when you do a good job for somebody, you got to get a video testimonial. Because nobody believes me when I say we're good at what we do. But if I drop the video of a customer saying, dude, I started with these guys 20 days ago. They've generated 50 leads from us. That's over $100,000 in potential customers. All of a sudden, you're like, okay, these guys are legit because it's not me telling you, it's somebody else telling you. And we love to do that on the podcast. That's why we give somebody the greatest experience on the show. We're literally helping them create content for their social media feed because in their mind, they're still thinking earn traffic. But if we can show them how we can create content for them, and if we can show them how we can use that content for their social media, their earned traffic, and we can show them how we can turn that same content into paid ads and build their email list, and then show them how that can convert into more clients, then all of a sudden the trust, trust factor is way higher. Our conversion improves. You see, all the tools line up together. And yes, it's been an investment. It's been an investment of time. It's been an investment of money but it's showing returns. And that is on the top line of your profit and loss statement. And if your money's coming in fat, if you're not having revenue issues, I can almost guarantee you, you're probably not looking at your expenses as much. Now you should. There's always stuff that you can cut your expenses, right? Always something you can look at, but it's not detrimental to your business. You're not worried about it as much because you're focused on revenue generating activities. And the number one revenue generating activity for you is to build your email list, is to grow your contact list, is to learn how to market to the people who are interested in the things that you do. Bam. Now, I'm, I'm going to cut it a little short today. I'm going to tell you why. Um, so in my house, the uh, stomach bug has been going around. You know, there's a lot of good one. And uh, today I woke up and I felt kind of funny and I thought it was, you know, fine, no problem. Then when I came home today, I was like, no, nah, I think I caught it too. So I hopped on this uh, podcast today. I was going to do this a little bit early and then I'm going to take some NyQuil and I'm going to hit the hay. And I'm going to tell you guys this, um, 
you know, tomorrow I'm going to go get a COVID test, see if it's that. Hopefully it's not. I tested yesterday and it was negative, um, but you never know. Stuff like that's going to happen. I'm going to figure this thing out uh, as far as, you know, my health is concerned. This is the first time I've been sick in over two years. And I blame the fact that last week, and this is a funny story, all right? This is what happens when you get older. At least this is what I'm told. Uh, last week, Monday, I did my normal workout. I ran my six miles. I did everything cool. And as I was uh, getting out of the shower, putting my underwear on, I felt like a little twinge in my back. And that was it. Like it tightened up the rest of the day. The next two days, I could barely walk and function. And then by, by you know, Thursday or Friday or so, I was, I was good. But I didn't really sweat all week. And just like clockwork, if I don't maintain my body, my body doesn't really maintain me. So I'm blaming this on the fact that I hurt myself and I couldn't sweat every single day. So I encourage you guys not only to invest in your business, invest in your brand, invest in your body, take care of yourself the best you can, drink a lot of water, drink, you know, eat your fruits and vegetables, you know the basic stuff that you need to do. You don't got to go into any crazy diets, at least you know, not for me. I pretty much eat what I want. I just try to eat good stuff more often, drink a lot of water and sweat every day. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to drink a lot of water. I'm going to eat some oranges. I'm going to take some NyQuil and I'm going to sweat this bitch out so that I feel better the next couple of days. All right. But nonetheless, I'm here. Adrian, my brother, thank you very much. Appreciate you hopping on. Always a pleasure doing business with you, my friend. And Lenny, hopefully I meet you in person someday, man. Thank you for hopping on. Uh, joining us on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys again manana. Hopefully I'm feeling uh, better. Peace. And we're out. Thanks for watching the Business Bros. If you're ready to get more clients and want to work with the Business Bro, visit our website, www.businessbros.biz and click on the Need More Customers button or learn how to generate more referrals with our video testimonial packages. Go to www.businessbros.biz and start getting more customers.